Good morning, or afternoon. Before we begin our service, let's have prayer. Father, we thank you for another day, your blessings. Thank you for your word. And uh, I ask you to bless this time that we have together to look into your word. And, and uh, thank you for our church, uh, all of our church people, especially those who are listening in. And pray, Lord, that they'll have a blessed day. And uh, forgive us of our sins. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to speak to you today about spiritual gifts, a subject we don't hear much about. The title of the message is Use the Gifts That God Has Given You. And of course, this message is uh, for believers and non-believers, but those that do have spiritual gifts are only believers. In James chapter 1, verse 16 through 18, James said, Do not err, my beloved brethren, for every gift, every good gift, and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will be got he us with the word of the truth, that we should be kind and a kind of fruit, first fruits of his creations. So, so every believer in Christ has been given a gift by God to be used to glorify him and to edify the body of Christ. It doesn't matter if, if you're young or old, male or female, black or white, educated or uneducated, rich or poor, Baptist or Pentecostal or Methodist or whatever. If you're a believer, you have a gift, at least one gift, the Bible says. Uh, a lot of people have uh, a number of gifts, but you must realize that all of us do not have the same gifts. All of us have been given different types of gifts. And people should not be uh, competing against each other, trying to outdo one another. And all of us have received our gifts from the same source. And we are on the same team. So whatever gift God has given you, you ought to use it faithfully to the glory of God. I'm not talking about using your gifts just inside the church. God wants you to use your gifts at home or in your neighborhood or wherever you go. In other words, wherever you go, let God use you to be a witness for him. Now, a question has been asked, what happens if I don't use the gift that God has given me? Well, there's an old saying, if you don't use it, you will lose it. Another way that we can get our gifts taken away from us is when we get conceited, or big-headed. God will not bless you if you get stuck on yourself because of the gifts that he has given you. And the, uh, the attitude is, I've got something you don't have. If there's anything that you should be, 
If you are gifted by God, you ought to be humble and thankful to God for the gifts that he has given you to use. I want to read James uh, 1.17 again. It says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So this verse is an incredible reminder that God is, by nature and action, only able to give good gifts. He gives us exactly what gifts he wants us to have. You might say, well, how about my gift of anger and greed and selfishness and pride and coveting and worry? Well, that does not come from God. And it's not a gift. It's the devil trying to get into your heart. We don't, we don't have to fear God giving us something that will work against us or that's bad for us. It doesn't mean that every gift he gives us is, is going to be exactly what we might wish for. We can be sure that he is always working with our good in mind. So much of the New Testament's description of gifts is in the category of spiritual gifts. If we think of that in the light of verse 17, that all good gifts come from God, it means that every spiritual gift God gives us is good. Since those gifts are for the building up of the church, it means we should put them into practice and joy and enjoy using them. Just like we as parents and grandparents delight in our kids enjoying the gifts that we give them God our Father delights in us using and enjoying the gifts that he's given us those gifts are both a means of blessings to him and serving the church Uh, this could involve speaking or teaching or singing or even working with children But in exercising the gifts that God has given us, we can experience the lasting joy of serving Him and others. So what are some of the gifts? Well, you know, there's a thing called fruits of the Spirit, which we receive when we become Christians, and it's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Now, these spiritual gifts that I'm talking about, there's one that's called helps. That means helping people, teaching, exhortation. That's uh, motivating people, being a blessing to people, giving. You can uh, you can give in, in many, many ways. Administration is, is, is a gift, a spiritual gift, or organizing, problem solving, that type of thing. And of course, there's mercy, uh, and that's one of the big ones. Uh, that's visiting the sick, sympathizing, you know, when someone hurts, you hurt along with them, uh, sending uh, letters or cards to people that maybe you haven't seen in a while uh, that may be sick or having some problems. Uh, and of course, evangelism, one of the big ones, simply witnessing uh, for the Lord. But when you have these gifts, and there's more gifts, uh, 
uh, add godliness to your gift for maximum results. In other words, uh, not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. Let's have a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you do give us spiritual gifts to serve you and uh, and, uh, and help others. And we pray that we, uh, if we don't know what our gifts are, that we'll find out uh, by seeking you and letting us know um, what our what our our special gift is. Many people know, some don't know. We know that, Lord, but help them help them to help people to understand that they do have at least one gift. As a Christian, we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.